Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Red Florence. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. And his partner, Philip and Stevenson. For Mexico City to Beef Community Center, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. Uh, my name is Rab Florence. I'm the one of the presenters of Wrestling Daft and. Joining me this week, it's no Grado, because Grado, uh, where is Grado, John? Yeah, he's taking a couple of days off, and his girlfriend said he's not allowed to do any podcast on his days <laughs> off, so I don't know where he is. That sounds a bit suspicious to me, anyway. That's a bit weird. That is a bit weird. My co-host today is a Burniston actress, um, actress of great renown. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Actress of great renown. International um, advert actress as well. Advertising superstar. You've done a lot. It's Louise Stewart. Sorry, it's Louise Stewart. I should say your name in the introduction. It was also my niece, by the way. True, unfortunately. What are you drinking? So there'll be no shite today. I'm drinking a Coors Light to keep things uh, American because obviously we're watching the American elections. Uh, We're going to be checking in on that as we go. We're going to check in because as we're recording this, uh, the results are still, the the votes are still being counted. And, uh, you know, it's important. It's important to. We have to remember that Trump is uh, someone who has a place in wrestling history. He was involved in the WWF for a while. That's um, true. And in the so Hall of Fame. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Famer. Uh, and so it's you know it's important we keep keep an eye on this as we go forward. So how are you doing, Louise? You all right? Um, I'm good. Thank you very much. It's, it's actually nice to see your face. And how it's been much? A long time. How much wrestling have you watched this week? None. This week. None. Exactly the same as Grado. That's good. Perfect. (laughs) A perfect stand-in for Grado the day. Let's get going. We get some correspondence for last episode. This is what we do, Louise. Like, we always go through the correspondence for last episode first. So, last week it was her birthday. And a huge Happy birthday. Yeah, thank you. First birthday. You're welcome. Beautiful. And thanks to all the people that got in touch to pass on their congratulations and reminiscing some of their favourite bits of the show over the past year. Here Here are a few. Uh, Callum uh, got in touch to say that the story about Grado eating his own poo and pretending it was chocolate. He was in bits listening to that and the reaction to it. Uh, Falcon says Grado getting the word crud back into everybody's vocabulary. Right, that's two Grado bits, our favourite bits here. Uh, Gladenoid said the one where you were comparing Panto to calling a wrestling match on the fly, the throw the sweetie line you landed me, that was my pal. That's good. I think that was my pal. Graham says Grado's handwritten check was my favourite. That's maybe my favourite as well. You need to uh, listen to some of these shows, Louise. 
listen to some of them, but you know. How many? You've no listened to. I know, I know. I, ha- I have. I was like, I literally have. I was telling John about it earlier on that I have. But I mean, it's just hard when you know people and you're like, I've heard of the patter. I know. Can I be bothered? Heard. You know, I mean, years, years yet. You have heard of my patter before. Um, go to get a mention of a running star last week, uh, Billy, by the way, who is all your time. I saw that. Oh my. He was brilliant. So funny. He so has funny. went viral, I would say, or Twitter after admitting to the fact he only found out about September 11th <laughs> via Family Guy. Uh, Davey said this guy deserves his own show, Amazing Partner. Gary says it was the greatest minute and a half of audio <laughs> of all time. Notorious NIV says, best 10 minutes of my life this wee interview was howling, get the wee man on every week. Cal said, don't know what this podcast is all about, but greeting at this, Darren says, announce a Billy Weekly segment. Uh, I was a great. I was, what I was great. This is uh, this is what I love about the show. I love the run-ins. I love getting the punters involved. We need to get the punters more involved because that's that's where the magic is. That's where the magic happens. Grado, by the way, Louise loves a pun. He loves right, pun, right because okay, he's kind of you know he's a guy that's pant on or that right. He's kind of into the kind of lowbrow comedy. I would say sort of simple type guy. Yeah, right, he's not yeah. like us, right, Louise? We're yeah. into the more kind sophisticated, of sophisticated. You know, like yeah. Chris Morris, like satirical. Intelligent, you know, yeah. Armando Iannucci, yeah. you know, the work of Peter Cook. Uh, you know, going right back, actually, I would say to some of the classics, you know. I mean, there was a lot of satire in Charles Dickens' work. A lot of really oh, funny, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of funny yeah, lines yeah. of David Copperfield. Wonderful. As well. Uh, but Grado likes a pun. So he, he asked last week for your sweetie, to be expected. sweetie wrestling puns. We were struggling. Do you think any, Louise, any sweetie-related wrestling puns without looking at the ones that are on the script here? Uh, sweetie wrestling puns. Uh, candy cane. Candy cane is good. Yeah. Aye, candy cane That's is good. one. I had one. Uh, I've got picking mix foley. Oh, pick mix foley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a That's good, good one. Let's see what the punters. What, uh, what, no, right, no, you've had one. You've had one shot. Oh what? I've right, all right. Give me another one. one. Give me another one. But you better have it Ritter. ready. No, I've got, I've got it. Ritter, not a real sport. Ritter, not a real sport. You can't say that. You can't make that joke on this show. I'd like to apologise uh, to everybody. I'm only lot. joking. I'm only Jesus, joking. Ritter, not a real sport. There, um, we, we won't be. You won't be back, Louise. Quite frankly, you just won't be back. That was the plan, to be honest. That Gary Gary Maltman. Gary Maltman get in touch and says Eric Rowan trees fruit pastels. Uh, Jordy Coyle uh, came up with Smarty Janetti. Uh, Dib. Daba Kato, Tommaso Chompa, right? Um, Bubaloo Thez, that's pretty good. Wham Wham Wigalo, I quite like that. That's good, sir. And, <laughs> and Mawam Dar. Mawam <laughs> Dar. <laughs> good, right? That's my favourite. <laughs> well, hold on, though, because Stuart came in with Brutus the Barber Tea Cake, which is good. <laughs> okay, good. M- Mick says, Love Hearts Foundation. Ross, yeah, yeah. we fizzy Jerry Cola bottles. Jerry Cola bottles. Yeah. JR says quality street profits. Andrew, we Galaxy Ripple H. Jesus Christ. Uh, Stephen says Michael Cola bottles. I mean, this is dire, isn't it? Uh, Ped says chocolate orange Cassidy. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> um, Krieger, the wrestler. He's a wrestler, this one, right? So it's better be good. Haribo Dallas. Uh, Dean with Miles Sullivan. Portugal with Austin Arrows. Austin Arrows is pretty good. 
And uh, that's where I should go into my character for Burnison that talks about arrows, but I'm not doing it. Well, yeah, Dale, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not doing it. Dale says the millions dollar man. And Very Chris, good. I like this. Chris says Jake the Flake Roberts. <laughs> 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 Alicia Fox says Glacier Mints. <laughs> and Scott Hall's Soothers. Fucking <laughs> 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 garbage, man. I'd like to apologise for that low brow. Oh, that was disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. It was disgusting. It's not what we were using. Maybe sick. No, if any of you want to get in touch with us about any of that, I'll just random wrestling related stuff. Get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. Hey, Rap, we've got to pick out a pun for next week. Since Grado's absence, we need to keep the puns going. Right, okay. Let's think of a pun for next week. Um, puns for next week. Hmm. Let me think. What could it be? What about bands or artists? Bands. Bands so, yeah, might be good. Let's go for bands. Music or bands, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be good. Aye, let's go for let's go for bands. Can I think It'll be a fruitful territory. I think. It will be. It will be. Um, I can try to see if I can think any off the top of my head. Um, uh, oh, can I think any? See, I can, it's too hard. It's. I think. You know what I think it is with puns. I think they're they're too because they're too easy for me. Like I, can't, I need to reach down too low to get them. Do you know what I mean? It's not like they're out, they're out of reach for me. It's like they're out of reach doing the way for me, and I just can't, I just can't get done there. So that's what we want for next week. Get some puns, uh, band-related wrestling puns. <laughs> now, every week, we like to separate the good for the bad and the wrestling, the Joe Bidens for the Donald Trumps. There we go. Wee, wee, wee topical reference in there. Thanks, John, for that. Thanks for sticking that in the script. Beautiful. Wee bit of politics. That's, me. that's what I'm talking about. Uh, okay, so Louise hasn't watched anything wrestling related this week, which is understandable. Um, but yeah. I'm going to talk about something that's a wee that's as wrestling related. It's kind of wrestling adjacent, is what I would say. Uh, and what I want to bury this week, if indeed it is true, is the revelation that a lot of people uh, are um, coming to terms with over the past few days. Is the revelation that it seems that uh, the guest on our first ever episode, Chris Jericho. Um, veteran wrestler, uh, fantastic superstar of wrestling, uh, donated $3,000 to Trump's presidential campaign. Um, now, it seems like this information is true, didn't it, John? I, I'd, he, he certainly not denied it, and I think he actually has embraced it on Twitter from what I could see. And it's a difficult one, that, isn't it? I mean, I want to, I want to bury that what i want to bury is the revelation that you are you know that these guys you love are are doing that i'm also conflicted as well because obviously you know people need to have their own political opinions as well you know what i mean it is important mm. but it's a step further into it like putting money to the campaign as a step further um but it's also in a sense i kind of also want to bury the kind of simplistic response to it as well for a lot of people a lot of people who are you know are just like i'm devastated i'll never watch jericho again and stuff like that 
people are very complex, I think. You know, I mean, I think people are very complex people. And Jericho is a guy who gives a lot of money to good charities as well. He gives, you know, and is a very generous, very generous with his money. He's hard-earned money. And gives it to a lot of good causes as well, you know. And so it's it's complex. These are complex things. These are complex situations. So I want to kind of, I have to, in a, in a very, very kind of basic way, obviously I want to bury that because I don't think anybody should be funding Trump's campaigns. The Undertaker um, did as well, do you know that? Yeah, I heard that as well. Yeah, yeah. apparently, yeah. But I want to bury the simplistic response to it as well. You know, people have their own... And we have to remember that Chris Jericho's a Canadian as well, which is also interesting, isn't it? Oh, um, yeah. So it's also interesting. But so I... So I can understand people burying him, but I also, you know, want to bury the simplistic nature of discourse in 2020. <laughs> what I will do, though, is I'll put over big sexy Kevin Nash for being a... True blue Democrat, um, big massive Joe Biden supporter, absolutely detests Trump, and is just an all-round fucking good egg. Big sexy. Yes. <laughs> so shout out to big Kevin Nash. I'm all just saying that because he follows me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> let's see what the punters have been saying. Dan wants to bury Candice Lorraine getting the belt at Halloween Havoc. Perfect time to put it on her. And I don't see her getting any more chances. And he wants to put over Alexa Bliss. Never thought I'd say it, but it makes me interested in The Fiend again, as long as it doesn't end up in the title picture. Have you seen any of this? Have you seen any of this Fiend or Alexa Bliss stuff, Louise? Man, I'm clueless. I'm totally clueless. She's been doing... Well, she's been doing a kind of, like... You've, you've seen The Fiend, though, right? You've seen yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, um, yeah, I know what the two of them. Well, basically, Alexa Bliss is like... He's pa the Fiend's pal now. And she's right. kind of caught in a boot, acting like a wee lassie. Um, and having mad scary eyes and red goo coming out of her mouth. Right. <laughs> For a minute, I was like, all oh, right, I think I've seen this, but I've definitely, definitely that's what, not. That's what, that's, what Dan, that's what Dan says he's enjoying. This is the sort of, but, mm, this is the sort of stuff that I think I might enjoy. <laughs> well, check it out. Because you, you know, like, you, like, the time I loved wrestling was the time when it was at its most ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? When people were I'm, being crucified and like brought back to what they've said and I know I know but this this feels too it's still too in Harley Quinn tough for me it's it, it feels right. it doesn't feel new to me uh, right. Bronze Cello wants to put over Captain Grado um, Captain Grado by the way is Grado's alter ego who plays Microsoft Flight Simulator on Twitch and oh, you can catch, yep, I've seen it. catch Captain Grado on Twitch I believe it's twitch.tv forward slash Captain Grado or something it, it like is that. he was complaining last night because he, he can't take the autopilot off or something like that, and I think he crashed into planes when he landed at Heathrow. I uh, think at Heathrow he overshot the runway. I think uh, and ended up crashing into some garages. I think so. So I must admit, I'm very surprised by this. Why? Because I never, I've just never ever pictured Grado being into flight sense ever. Was Grado, not a thing. Grado is one of the least predictable guys I've ever known. <laughs> Like, seriously, Grado's like one of the least predictable guys you could ever meet. He's like always into weird and wonderful stuff. You know what I mean? That he you loves planes. Loves planes. Oh, he loves planes. That's what you see when that big one landed, the, the biggest one in the world and that. Oh, Grado was straight out there, down with his binoculars, plane spotting down there, up to Glasgow. Oh, a plane spot? Oh, he, a plane spot? He, he, he loves I mean? that. He loves the old flight radar. He loves looking up at the sky and seeing a plane fly across and going, oh, that's on its way to Dubai. He's mad for the planes. You know, you know what it's like when it's, you know, these people for these wee airshot tunes and that, they don't really get to see things like planes and all that. So that's, that's why true. it becomes... Uh, <laughs> Bronze Cello also wants to bury Lars Sullivan. 
Uh, Thunderdome are telling fans to boo when the crowd come back. He's going to have fuck off heat. Scott wants to put all the hurt business. Special shout out to MVP, who's been brilliant since returning. He has been really good since coming back, MVP. Fair play to him because, see, when MVP came back, I was like, and if, you know, you feel bad saying this, but I was going, why is he back? Do you know what I mean? But he's, this is why, because he's been really good. He was good in commentary this week, says Scott, and he's been a brilliant mouthpiece for Big Bobby Lashley. Uh, and he doesn't want to bury anything. Positive vibes for Scott. A lot of positive vibes on the Aww. show. You're bringing positive vibes onto the show, Louise. Woohoo! Being like a ray of sunshine. <laughs> uh, Willie wants to put over Seamus. No for anything in particular, just thinks he's bra. And wants to bury the shite build to the women's title match at the next AEW pay-per-view. Can't even remember the last time Nyla Rose was on Dynamite. Uh, yeah, I mean, the women's scene in AEW needs a wee bit of rethinking, I think. Stephen wants to bury WWE's whole Twitch stroke cameo debacle at a time when everyone everywhere is struggling. They once again restrict their talent's earning potential. WWE Louise are really clamping down on um, the wrestlers oh. going on Twitch and all that. Right. Listen. Right. What? Mm -hmm. Okay. The fucking wrestlers shouldn't be on Twitch. I mean, they are a, they are a brand. Exactly. They? Exactly. Well, but even under why? even under even under their shit names, you don't even know. under their fucking real mm. names, because this to me, this to me is. What did we all love about wrestling when, when wrestling back in the good old days when kayfabe was respected and when heels and heels and faces wouldn't yeah. even travel together and they wouldn't dine together and that was when you really believed it. And it was now, the world, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Now you've got some badass guy in the ring on a fucking Monday night giving it this, giving it that, getting arrested by the police or whatever he might be going through and then two hours later he's on the fucking internet playing a computer game and talking to a load of fucking wee VLs. What is that about? Like, back in the day when you were watching the wrestling, right? If you were watching the wrestling, can you, imagine, can you even imagine for one minute if you are watching Big Sid Vicious, Big Sid Justice, going about fucking wrecking guys and all that, right? Flattening guys and roaring and screaming at the fans at ringside. And then fucking two hours later, he's on playing, fuck knows what, fucking Minecraft. <laughs> running about building wee fucking hussies and all that. You want Vince to fucking stand for that? Vince is like trying to write stories for these guys and they're fucking going on and playing fucking computer games. Playing fucking Super Mario. Two hours I, later. He's happy to take the money off them though, isn't he? It's just, it's just garbage. Listen, Twitch is fucking uncool. Twitch is seriously uncool. I don't care how big Twitch is now. I don't care how popular Twitch is now. Twitch is fucking uncool. Twitch is... You're tuning in to watch somebody sitting playing a fucking computer game in their house like a fucking loser. And I'm somebody that's into computer games. I'm into computer games. The thought of sitting fucking watching. Imagine fucking macho man Randy Savage sitting there while he's fucking gear on. Playing one of his fucking games. <laughs> well, people are like, macho man, what is your favourite type of hamburger? Oh, you know, I, I love a game. I own a fucking fuck off, man. It's fucking ridiculous. No, what Grado's doing is different. He's created a persona for himself and he's doing something that's really obscure, kind of off the side, like flight simulator and playing the whole thing and it's something he's into. That's different. But all these, you know, all these fucking WWE, I don't know what's going on, man. Fucking garbage. Vince is right. Vince should just fucking tell them, get half out or you're fucking fired. That's what I would do. If I was Vince, I would go, get in here. Get off that fucking computer game or you're fucking fired. You look like an absolute fucking... Deadbeat. Is, it, is there a lot of them doing it? Aye. Really? 
There's loads of them, Dana. You've got your boy, Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby, who John likes, right? For Undisputed Era. And, he, and he's good. The guy's good. Good wrestler and all that. And he had a vibe of being a cool guy. Right, John? He does. You're thinking after Adam Cole's in that wrestling ring with Undisputed Era and he's stunning with a gold and all that, you're thinking he's away to Vegas or something. He's away. He's hanging out. He's in a club. He's in a VIP in a club with a lassie's draped to him. No, he's fucking no. He's playing fucking Call of Duty with some 14-year-old guy from fucking Minnesota. <laughs> it's a bit dep- it's a bit depressing. It's depressing. In, ter- in terms of like what you as a viewer because you know but you would think they're like like there were bills back in the day as like you know like gods and mm-hmm. like mythical creatures and you know like people that came back to the dead and it's like yeah so if, look- for example like if, if Kane was doing it mm-hmm. would he be going back with his mask on and like you want to lose yourself in it. You want to lose yourself in the world of wrestling. You don't want to be yeah. anyway. Um, okay. Mikey wants to, Mikey wants to bury this money in the bank shite. Well, no, it's not going to be successful cash in. The swap was a joke. He wants to put her Alexa Bliss. She's doing wonders with that storyline. Shame they always bury Wyatt. Um, Scott wants to put her Alexa Bliss as well. She's playing the role to perfection. Everybody's loving Alexa Bliss this week. And wants to bury Donald Trump. Really wish Stone Cold would give him a stunner this year. <laughs> Um, so there we go. That's it. the buddies and put over. Sorry for the rant now. There's there's a lot of razors out there in the market, right? But there's just something about Harry's. It just feels like a wee bit of luxury. I always think about, you know, so if you, some of you people here listening to this might not understand what I'm talking about here, right? But see if you've ever lived, spent a wee bit of time in a luxury hotel in one of the one of the great cities of the world, right? Then sometimes you have a shaving experience like this in that hotel and this is like having a wee bit of that luxury in the house the beautiful the smell of that I mean, like you say Grado's always talking about the the smell of that foam the smell of luxury your face feels so smooth after it it's total comfort by the way no pain no pain at all I always remember my dad used to used to shave with all disposable razors not to cut yourself up and all that you know what I mean uh, and that's not for me. My dad, my dad was a tough guy. I can't. I'm a writer. I'm, a, I'm an artist. I need something like Harry's. That smoothness. Uh, the razor just feels like a quality product as well. Um, so I mean, I think it's just a. I think, I think it's just a, a great thing. Uh, it's the sharpest ever blades. They've been they've been releasing. They, they get a, a new lubricating strip gets it even closer. Gets it gets it right down right down to the bone. You know what I mean? Um, and they haven't raised prices either. I mean, it's still uh, still nice and cheap to get the replacement blades and stuff like. It's only like one pound seventy five for a replacement blade. You know what I mean? So I think the people listening to this should be getting out there and getting the rain, Harry's, and getting it a go, getting themselves a treat during this uh, during this pandemic. We need wee treats. We need to keep. Keep our chins up and make sure that chin you're keeping up is shaved. So you can start your subscription with a trial set. You can get that gets you the, the Hono, the wee ergonomic handle for the braid, the the, the, the five blade razor cartridge, uh, the shave gel like we're talking about. That's you just want to put it over your body that shave gel, and of course a wee a wee cover for your blade if you're carrying a bit with you know. So if you want to get that comfortable shave that I'm talking about, then you head yourself over to Harry's.com forward slash wrestling daft where you can claim a trial set of your own for just £3.95. And you'll also be supporting our podcast by doing that, obviously. You know what I mean? You'll be getting us a wee horn as well. Uh, so again, head to harrys.com forward slash wrestling daft today and get yourself sorted out. Get a lovely shave. Give your partner a treat. Give yourself a treat. Get nice and smooth on us. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Now, it's the part of the show where we invite you, the listeners, to do a run-in. You can come on the show. Ask what you want. You may want us to talk about the inaugural runner through McIntyre or kick off about Bumstein coming off Netflix. It's up to you. This week, let's welcome to the show... Now, it says in my script here the guy's name is Coin Scott, which sounds in itself as if it's a, a, a pun, but I'm assuming it's Colin, is it? It is Colin, it's one of my famous types. It's Coco Scott. Coco Scott is connecting to audio. Here it comes. There's Big Colin, Big Coco. What's happening, lads? There he is. Hey, Coco, Coco. How you doing, brah? How you doing? Drink now, he cures light, mate. You know what I mean? It's a pandemic, man. It's Ravens rules when the pandemic's on. Stay hydrated, people. Aye, we should stay hydrated. That's right. Are you a healthy guy, Colin? Coco? <laughs> no. Just <laughs> a roll bacon tie scone and egg, my man, for my breakfast. I had uh, three totty scones. Uh, two, oh, no. Two fried eggs and a couple of bits of bacon. Actually, That's exotic, mate. That is exotic. I had to run down to get nappies. I bet you an emergency first thing this morning, about seven in the morning, I had to run down to get nappies, and I decided to get all the stuff for a fry-up as well while I was doing that. I feel your brain, brother. Beautiful. Feel what age is your baby? 15 days old today. 15 days old, wow. magic. Look at that shit. This is what I'm putting up with. Look. Look at that. <laughs> so it's a wee boy, then? Shout out to MB Balloons, by the way. That was my mate, Laura, that did the balloons. <laughs> advertising there beautiful so how's it how how is it being a new father is it good is this your first aye as i got a wee dog that was my wee baby before that but um but no that's the first one is the dog is the dog fine is the dog jealous or oh look you wouldn't believe (laughs) you wouldn't believe it's a shame for the wee thing so it is oh robert hates dogs today i don't hate dogs what kind of dog is it we frenchy is that it there? <sighs> See, now, now you need to get your baby tattooed on you as well. You can't eat. I've already got it all hooked up, man. I'm going for his wee horn front in there. Beautiful. Shout out to Gary Chapman. That's my other mate that does my tattoo. So, hold on a minute. So the dog the dog gets its face on you, but the Wayne has to just make day with the horn? Aye, but see, when you think about it, that wee dog's going to look the exact same in about 15 years. That's oh, true. Yeah. true. That's the baby's going to change. That's very true. And and let's be honest here, right? We can say this now because we're, we're fathers. We can say this. Babies are ugly as well, aren't they? Hey, you should see my boy. The cutest wee man you've ever seen in your life. You only think that. Wait till you see him. Wait till you see him in six months and you'll realise how ugly okay, he is now. He doesn't look like that at half three in the morning when I'm changing his shitey nappy. <laughs> Our old nappy changing is cracking, isn't it? It's good. It's a good feeling, though, isn't it? Cleaning up your way and it's kind of it's a nice feeling. It's so rewarding, mate. It's so rewarding, it's unbelievable. And it's a funny thing in it is because you don't mind the smell of their shites as well. It's like, you know how like your rain shites, you quite, your rain shites are fine. It kind of just proves that they're your wains because they're like, because anybody else's shite, I hate the smell of it. Like, I would say 
95% of other people's shites, I don't like the smell of it. 95%? I'm accepting like John. John's shite smells quite nice. If it's, no, if it's no landed anywhere within two feet of me, I'm not interested in it, mate. Right, aye, aye. So, anywhere here, we might be all right. Nah, but anywhere out with that, aye. no for me, no. mate. So, what's the, so tell me about your wrestling fan life. Tell me about, what, what have you always been into the wrestling? Aye, mate, but I was always that guy, like, aye, he likes the wrestling. I was the only one. I was the only wrestling fan out of all my books. Aye. Yeah. aye. What did you watch? What did you watch when you were, when you were wee? Just the WWE, that was it. I started off with an old boy that stayed next to my gran had an awful video collection. Right, right. So it was all like the old Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior and the Road Warriors and Natural Disasters, remember them? Aye, aye. Terrified me, mate. Terrified me. You were fear to them? Who were the Natural Disasters? Who was the scariest? Who was the scariest one? <laughs> Who was the scariest? Earthquake. Do you know how like but do you know how like a typhoon is scarier than an earthquake though? Like in real life. Go if you jump on the top of your head, he's no. That's true. <laughs> he's dead, by the way. Earthquake. Yeah, we should all do that actually. <laughs> Show some respect, John, for fuck's sake. Okay, no, Jesus Christ. No uh, big John Tenta, aye. Uh, does anybody recognise what my background is here? I thought that was great, though. No, no, it's a, it's manimal, it's manimal, <laughs> which is a telly show for my youth. Um, so, who's your, who was your favourite wrestler of all time? Of all time, aye. <laughs> that big deep guy, that big guy. Undertaker. <laughs> oh, aye. Big Undertaker. Your how, favorite? Can know, how can he know be your favourite? He was my favourite. Oh, come on, Triple H. He was. But come on, him in the rock. It's a weird thing because, like, obviously, if you're into wrestling, right, you love The Undertaker. It's as simple as that. But I kind of feel like you don't get that many people that say The Undertaker is their favourite wrestler. I, kinda, I, Everybody's tries to be too cool, mate. Yeah, but is that? I've always kind of felt also as well like he's kind of separate for the rest of the wrestlers. Like, Aye. even when somebody goes, who's your favourite wrestler? Sometimes I don't even think about The Undertaker. Aye, sometimes, you say, right, everybody's yeah. favourite The Undertaker yeah. and Hulk Hogan. Nobody's going to say him either because he's but, a racist. But, but the weird thing about Undertaker is, is he always kind of came in as if he was for somewhere else, didn't he? I never really felt like yeah. he was one of the guys around, you know what I mean? Like another tear. Aye, for Valley. Remember when he, him and Big Show went on the big motorbike drive into the desert and all that, and then there was no <laughs> petrol left in Big Show's uh, bike, and then Undertaker went away and left Big Show in the desert with his motorbike. And the reason why Undertaker knew that Big Show was a real, like... Bad man, man, a real tough guy was because Big Show. American walked, badass. Big Show walked out of the desert for twelve hours carrying that motorbike over his shoulder. <laughs> and I think about that. You know how people, when they when they're in difficult times and they think about that story about how they're walking along the beach and there was an extra set of footsteps because Jesus was wearing them, and then Jesus carried them for a bit. You know, people think about that when they're going through hard times. <laughs> I think about Big Show carrying that motorbike out of the desert. That's my that's my version of that. That's uh, what, what do you what do you watch now, my man? What's what's your show the new? Well, because there's quite been, a lot of choice in it. What's your show? I have been watching just your general pay per views and the old Raw, the odd SmackDown, AEW. I started watching that, but what they done to Big Rusev? There you go for a start. What they done to that big fella? See, the problem is I think Big Rusev's just being who he wants to be now. You know what I mean? And it's maybe no, 
it's maybe not what we all hoped he was going to want to be. You know what I mean? I know. It should have, it should have been that big, tough nut guy. Well, exactly. What he's done, what Rusev's done now is he's like, he's become... He's trying like, to be a person now. He's became he like one of us. He's became one of us. I don't want to watch fucking me, a guy that's into computer games and all that. I don't want to watch that on the telly. <laughs> I don't want to see it. You know what I mean? I don't want to be like anyway. I know. Um, so it's... I I don't like that. I don't like that. But no. but AEW, I mean, it's just good having the options, don't it? It's it good is having... good having the option, especially when it's on ITV as well. That's a bonus for everybody. Did... But I've, um, obviously, over the last couple of weeks, I've just been, my priorities have been... The wrestling's been a bit doing low in my priorities. Obviously, because of the rain, man. Because of the rain, but you're going to be watching. Get, listen, get like seven or eight years, you're going to be watching plenty of wrestling with that wee guy. Oh, I can't wait. I've had my niece and my nephew and that. They've, that's who I've had. He's he's 16 now, so he's not watching it. Same right. as everybody else when they turn that age and they're not. Yeah. He's totally addicted to it. Um, and my wee niece. So it'll be, she's she's nine now, I think. So, But she's still really into it. So Aye. by the time she's going to get in it, the wee man will just be coming in again. It's... So you're always going to have somebody to watch it with? Oh, well, uh, well, it's good to get to talk about the wrestling for a wee change. Cause You'll be like that to him. Hurry up and have Grant. Hurry up and have Wayne's. You'll be saying to him so you can watch it with your Grand Wayne's and all that. Aye, I know. Hurry just... up and have Wayne's. Yeah. Full yeah. Hour yeah. That. That's what it's all about. What's your questions, man? What, do you have a question? Did you come on with a question? Did you have a question for Grado, even though Grado's not here? Well, it was, uh, Louise, it's nice to see you, by the way. Oh, <laughs> um, it was just about like see if you ever get the chance to meet Vince McMahon. How 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 would you expect that meeting to go? Me right, Louise will back me up here, right? Maybe. I used to always do this thing. Well, you've overthought this. You've, <laughs> you've dreamed about this. Well, when we used to watch <laughs> wrestling, when we used to watch wrestling, right? When um when we were younger, and Louise was often at mine watching the pay per views and stuff like that. I would always be hitting out with. If Vince McMahon says you could join the WWE, right, and be one of his wrestlers challenging for the world title, but he had to kill one member of your family, who would it be? Oh, my <laughs> Remember brother. I used to say things like that? that you'd kill your brother? brother. <laughs> I'm like, you, I'd kill you, Robert. Would you, would you kill him just for like a wee, even just for a wee kind of short three-month run and kind of as a tag team wrestler? Oh, for me? <laughs> Mate, I would tell I would, I would he could go if I could just be like a jobber. <laughs> Man, I'll take a squash, squash me, let Fandango squash me or something if you want to. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um how would it go? I mean, I still think about that kind of stuff to the day. I always think about yeah. things like you know, going into Vince McMahon's office and him being like, right, what, hey, pal. what changes would you make? What would you do? Tell me you've got 10 minutes and all that, that kind of stuff. I think it's funny um, things that Wrestling fans you always shit yourself. Oh, but... Well, Courtney met him recently, obviously. Right. Oh, right. So obviously, right. Louise's sister is Isla Dawn for NXT UK, right? So right. That's all she's, me, met, she's met. She's she's done that. She's met. Courtney, Courtney's done it. Yeah, Courtney's. And her reaction was how I imagine my reaction would be. I think I actually think she even got a handshake from him. Like a Paul Courtney. Hollywood handshake. Like a Paul a Paul Hollywood handshake for Vince McMahon, yeah. She, um, I can, I mean, I can imagine she would have hit an absolute femur like me. But um, she, as soon as it happened, she texted and was like, "Oh my god, I've just like shook Vincent Man's hand." Like she was, she was like, she was super. Even though she works for the company, like she was in, you know, in awe of it oh, as you would be. Right. I mean, you'd be. I'd, I'd like immediately just start. 
sweating. Probably. Would you start I, greeting? I feel, like, I, feel like, I feel like greeting, yeah. I'd probably wait until he'd left and then I'd start greeting. I, I'd, I be like, shaking, I'd, I'd be shaking. I was just sitting here like that. Look, I even had a juggling ball. I was dead to the front. I can't believe that. It would be, it would be exciting, wouldn't it, to meet him? It would be exciting. He's probably not got long left, let's be honest. We're running out oh. of time to meet him. We're running out of time. Well, it's just, I'm just being realistic here. I mean, he's probably going to live to about... What age is he now? 70... I want to say 76. So I will say 76, but I don't know. That's a good old age to be just... John, let's check this. Let's check I'm on it, I'm on it. Hi, John, come on. We want to see... When, want... when was the last time he, he actually like wrestled? Wasn't that long ago, was he's it? 75. Hmm... Don't know. Remember Kevin Owens stuck in that on him? When was that? That wasn't long ago. That wasn't long ago. Would you... See if you met him and you knew... What would you do? Would you just shake his horn or would you do something that would ensure that you went down in history? Like what about them? Aye, well, like a big fancy handshake or, or like... Stick close line him. Aye, like stunning <laughs> them, trying to stun <laughs> him. <laughs> I can imagine that if you met Vince McMahon in real life and then tried to stun him, You'd do that kick into his stomach and he wouldn't even feel it. <laughs> I'd grab him, he'd stun him, and he would just be so strong, you'd just kind of slip half him, even though he's 75 and he'd not fuck at you. That's what I think. <laughs> he's still a tanker, no, aren't he? Oh, aye. Oh, aye. He's still oh, yeah. absolutely massive. In fact, that's a clip. There was a clip recently where there was a wrestler practicing a jump. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, like, did, uh, he did the he did, he did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, I can't remember who it was. What the Gronk. Was. It was the Gronk. Who's doing it? <laughs> Yeah, and then he showed them how to do it. And like, yeah, from the height, just jump. Seventy-five years old, taking that bump. I mean, and so I couldn't take and a so. bump and no. I know that's mm. true. But like, see, mm. nowadays I, I, when I ch- will change one of the wings on the flare, I need to go down to, and I've got the changing mat in the flare. It takes me about fucking two years to get back up again <laughs> after I've done that. Doesn't it? I can't take any bumps off off anything. Oh no, I've got that sorted, mate. I've got the wee chest of drawers with the ginger mat on the top of it. I've got that as well, mate. But ah, trust me, oh, trust me. Get a month, mate. Get no, mate. Get a month, and you'll not be fucking using that anymore. <laughs> get a month. You'll not even yeah, be using a sterilizer within two months. You're like, fuck oh, it. Oh, mate, that's a great thing. The sterilizer. You're like, fuck it, mate. Wet machine. I've got two of them. I've got one next to my bed for through the night, and one in the kitchen. Mate, and nobody wears that for that. You'll be taking the bowls and just like <laughs> spitting in it to wash it, and all. Oh. He's going to have any mail. He's going to have any mail. Whoa, let's just get this one right, nice okay. and safe and we'll fair enough. Take it for the end, mate. They're addictive, though, mate. I mean, you like your tattoos, they're addictive, aren't they? Aye, but I've not had one for a wee while. Like, the Doug was well, the last one I got. Wayne's are even worse than a tattoo, mate, when it comes to addictive. Oh. You'll, end up, you'll end up with like fucking five Wayne's. I'll be looking at you. You've, you've just got that look about you, like you're, you look like a kind of nice dad. friend. No, a friendly da. No, a nice. <laughs> <laughs> a nice friendly dark kind of vibe about you. You end up with five wins. I'm all about positive vibes in that. I'm trying. They try and spread about positivity about the place. Aye, five wins. I would say. You know all you get is this fucking shite in here, isn't it? No, no, it's no because I'm here all the time. What about you trying to put a <laughs> fucking smile in your face? Beautiful. And me, me and my mates usually sit and watch Bernstein in my breaks. By the way, so shout it. Excellent. Shout Excellent. Shout and my, my, mate, my big mate Ross, he's my wrestling mate. He's it's just me and Big Ross Caddis. We just anytime we get the guy, it's just me and him. 
talking about wrestling all day. It's the only chance I get to talk about it. So shout Beautiful. out to Big Ross. Aye, uh, shout out to Big Ross. And listen, man, thanks so much for coming on. It was lovely to chat with you. Another question. Aye, uh, is that all right? Aye, uh, go for it. Right, remember last week, that uh, boy that was on his chair? Swansea's chair? Did you see a shit? Oh. Look at that. That's a belter. Uh, hey, that's a belter, by the way. Is it moving by itself? And rocking back and forth and forward. And that's a good gin, mate. I'm a, oh, let me get that shit. That's what make you fall asleep. You had a shot. <laughs> oh, I think I'm a bit big for that. Everybody that's come in is going, oh, I need to get myself one of them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, guys, thanks Beautiful. very much. No hey. worries, man. Right. And listen, obviously, because the punters listening to us, can he see what we just saw there? You need to go on the Patreon if you want to see that. If you want to see I get on the Patreon. Like. I've done it. Right, brilliant man. Right, catch you soon. Hey, see you later. Right. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye now. Cheerio. Bye. I don't know how to hang up. <laughs> <laughs> well, there he was. Lovely. A new, a new father. It was nice to have a new father um, doing the run-in because obviously it's, it's usually virgins that come on. So... <laughs> Big thanks to Colin for coming on there. And if you want to be on next week's run, best bet is to sign up to our Patreon as our World Heavyweight Champions get first dibs and our Continental Champions get second dibs and Cruiserweight Champions get third. If you want to go on this show, that's how you do it. Get on patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft and get yourself involved. You just made the list! Now, every week, we run down a wee list of something wrestling-related on our list of wrestling daft. That's what we call it, list of wrestling daft. Louise, it's a list. It's just a wee list. Three, two, one. Oh, and you can that's a, a list. Listen, people love lists. You uh, can the day. Do you love a list? Do. I hate lists. You hate, I hate lists. A list. Right, well, buckle up. I hate a list. Buckle up. Oh. You, you can vote for what you want us to talk about on this list at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. This week we asked whether you wanted a list about the best feuds of all time or the worst feuds of all time. And the winner with 80 what was it, John? 84. 84%. Whew was for best feuds of all time. So I'm going to come straight on in with my number three, right? And my number three has to be, and, and, and I, I, I genuinely, before anybody says anything, I genuinely loved this feud, and I bet you nobody else says it, but it was Eddie Guerrero and JBL. But I got a little bit of advice. Save those tears for Armageddon, the end of you, JBL! Because remember something, Holmes, you have something that belongs to me, Latino Heat, and that's the WWE Championship! What a land, viva mi raza! No, Eddie Guerrero and JBL was... A fantastic wrestling feud for a number of reasons. You had JBL who wasn't exactly um, wasn't exactly loved. He really stepped up in an amazing heel role up against Eddie Guerrero, and it was a proper kind of like, oh, I want that guy to shut this guy up. I want this guy, and I was just it was something I was really really invested in. I loved watching JBL at that time. I loved his promos. I loved how how fucking annoying he was. A lot of feuds I watch, I kind of enjoy watching them, but I don't really feel super engaged in them. But I really, really wanted Eddie Guerrero to beat JBL. Like, really seriously wanted Eddie Guerrero to beat JBL. And I've always been a massive 
Eddie Guerrero fan. I, I loved watching that feud. I loved watching Eddie. I thought they worked really well together. I thought they, they worked perfectly together. Um, even though you would never have really thought it, that you would have thought there would have been a mismatch in styles. But it worked really well for me. That was my number three. Eddie Guerrero versus JBL. Uh, my number two, I'm going uh, way back. I'm going way, way back in time to uh, Magnum TA and Tully Blanchard, uh, which was a feud um, that was super hot. And the reason why I chose this feud for my number two was because it culminated in one of my favourite wrestling matches of all time, which was the, uh, the Steel Cage I Quit match for the United States Heavyweight Championship. From Virginia Beach, Virginia, weighing in at 242 pounds, the vastly popular Magnum T.A. And now, the U.S. Heavyweight Champion from San Antonio, Texas, accompanied tonight by Baby Doll, a perfect 10. Ladies and gentlemen, weighing in tonight at 235 pounds, Tully Blanchard. You're one of the most um, savage and violent wrestling matches you'll ever see and really furiously hot wrestling match. It was a great rivalry. You know, you remember at that time as well. Obviously, I didn't see it. I wasn't watching it live at that time because I was a mere child. Um, but Magnum TA was just such a... Uh, he would have been such a huge, huge star if, um, if he hadn't been taken out of the game. The way the way he was. Um, I'm a number one. What's the best wrestling rivalry of all time, Louise? In your eyes, best feud, <laughs> the best rivalry. Uh, uh, it's a uh, Big Show versus uh, Bossman. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, that is a good one. I didn't say funniest. <laughs> I didn't say funniest. The number one. Best wrestling rivalry of all time, and I don't think anybody could even argue with it, is Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vince McMahon. Stone Cold! Stone Cold! It's here! Did you get that? He's gonna crash the party! Oh, yeah! Oh, got McMahon! Oh, got McMahon! Get him! Get him! Is the yeah. wrestling rivalry that has really changed the industry? I think nothing, nothing changed the way stories in wrestling were told as much as that feud, as that angle with the two guys. All of a sudden, for that moment on, every promotion in the world had a bad guy authority figure who, uh, who the kind of maverick wrestler was was trying to take down. And it's still happening just now. It, you know, these wee tin pot wrestling promotions all over the world. Every wee start a wrestling promotion will end up with a heel authority figure at some point. And somebody trying to take that heel authority figure down. Um, and really that obviously wasn't started completely with Austin and McMahon. But Austin and McMahon was what took that storyline to its, uh, its most satisfying conclusion. Two guys at the absolute top of their game. We spoke about Vince McMahon earlier, speaking about him as a guy who runs the WWE, ran the WWF, as the greatest wrestling promoter of all time. Um, but that was the period that 
blew people away because it turned out he was also one of the greatest in-ring performers of all time as well in terms of promos, uh, even in terms of having to get involved physically as well. An, an amazing time for wrestling and an amazing rivalry and the best feud ever. And anybody that says otherwise in this list that's coming up here from uh, listeners is after nothing. So let's see what they're saying. I should have actually banned that one actually because that was the obvious answer, wasn't it? It was, mate. But don't don't try and don't try and slag me off by saying I was being obvious, mate. <laughs> Daniel says uh, the the ones between Shawn Michaels' take on Triple H throughout the years, a great through line for the company. So many multifaceted layers that went for over fifteen years for pure pure wrestling. Omega and Akada story and Kenny finally hitting that one winged angel to win. That was a great rivalry, true. Chris Hogan Savage, the original Mega Pills Explode was amazing, true, as they had unbelievable chemistry together with a tremendous slow building story that climaxed at Mania 5. Even in later years, you always sense tension between them, and when they clashed, it always felt like a big deal. That's a good one. Willie says, has to be Austin versus Vince. But Austin, Brett, and Taker Mankind in 96, 97 were the feuds that drew me in and made me a full-time fan. Scott says, Brett and Sean... The perfect mix of reality and kayfabe, the Montreal screw job, the Sunny Days promo, and let's not forget the matches for class as well. That's something that gets forgotten in it with, with the whole Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels thing is just how good their matches were. Um, Chris says Austin McMahon, closely followed by the Dudleys versus the Hardys and Edge and Christian. Well, Paul says Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio, 2005, most underrated feud, I think. Eddie was immense throughout the storyline. Nice to see Eddie Guerrero getting a shout there. Uh, Fraser says number three for him is Undertaker versus Kane, great big man feud. Two, The Rock versus Mankind elevated both men towards legendary status. That's true. That's a, that's a great one. Remember that, yeah. Louisa? Rock Mankind. That is great. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Only problem with the Rock Mankind feud was I, I didn't like how much a doing Mankind took Oof. during that. You know what I mean? Like that feud, he was constantly. Yes. Yeah, getting... It was horrible. I don't think I could watch it now. Yeah. No. I think I'd struggle to watch it. Do you know what I want? Yeah. It's just went on in back on in, on in Netflix. Sorry, Rab, I know that's a sore subject. But uh, on in Netflix just now, uh, Beyond the Mats just went on in Netflix just now. And I watched that mm. for the first time and I don't know how many years. And you just watch it back again. Just it folks to ma- you know, um, mankind's kids who are now, I think his daughter's going into wrestling. And Dewey yeah. got uh, retweeted by Obama this week as well, his, his other wee boy. But it's just horrible to see his wife and his kids' reaction as Rock absolutely pummels him. It's just it's brutal. You, you, you would never get away with it now. You would never you you could never date now. Ow. Um you could never date now. So that brings that down for me. But at the time it was fucking red hot. Number one, Sting versus Ric Flair. A feud that epitomised WCW with two charismatic and excellent workers with many great matches. Very true. I mean, WCW, that was the through line with them for years was Sting and Ric Flair. And, you know, the only, the only reason I never had Sting and Ric Flair on my list is because that rivalry is muddied by a lot of kind of garbage. It's muddied by, you know, like Black Scorpion and all that kind of... There was a lot of kind of shite in that feud as well, you know what I mean? But, I mean, definitely a really significant feud. James says, Brett and Sean, but I always enjoyed the Rock and Triple H, even for the DX and Nation days. Yeah, they were always good in the ring together, they too. And Jason says, always loved seeing it all, and the Taker Edge one seemed to go on forever, but it was fantastic. So that was a really good mix. Uh, a lot of good shouts there. Nobody says JBL and Eddie Guerrero, but I would ask you to go back and have a look at some of that stuff, because it really was uh, superb stuff. Woo! You want wrestling daft merch? Well, let me tell you, baby, yeah. you got it. You, no, Louise, you want some? Right, let me read this out, and then you can tell me, Louise, which one you would want, right? And then right. we will send it to you for, a, for you know, for the, just the retail price. 
You can have oh. a wrestling daft t-shirt, hoodie, phone cover, trucker cap, Louise, or one of a range of, range of Grado-inspired bum bags. <laughs> a range of Grado. <laughs> at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. On there you'll find designs such as Alexa, who is Graham Steveley, I'm a Mark, Crud, Chips, Cheese and Donner Meat, and I'm a wrestler Tay. Uh, I'm a wrestler Tay, by the way, is what Grado said to, uh, who did he say it to? Goldberg? No, Rick Flair, he said it. Oh, no, no, no. It was Goldberg. <laughs> no, it was Goldberg. It was Goldberg. He said, I'm a Mark to Rick Flair. And he said, um, I'm a wrestler. Aye. aye. He said, I'm a wrestler too. To Goldberg when he met Goldberg <laughs> when he was on holidays. I'm a wrestler too. He says to him. But just, just un- unprovoked? Or yeah, we just like, chant to him. Can I get a photo, mate? No, that. And then, I'm a wrestler too. He says to him. So, <laughs> uh, you can even get a face mask to wear at the shops. So check out our range at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft now or check out the links on our Facebook page or Twitter at wrestling daft. Now it's that point in the show where we jump in the wrestling daft Lorian. Do you like that? Louise, wrestling daft Lorian. <laughs> really that was John's, that's John's line. Rev it up to 88 miles an hour, pray a lightning bolt strikes the clock tower as we go back. We're going back in time to check out wrestling from back, back in the day. Last week we asked you to watch well, I asked you to watch the Simone SWAT squad versus the Road Warriors and Doctor Death. Here's what you guys had to say. Daniel says that match just gave me a major hit of nostalgia, by the way. I remember being a young kid looking at my older cousins' wrestling magazines and see the Road Warriors pictured during a scaffold match, probably for AWA days. I remember thinking, what is this? Who are they guys? A few years later, he turned up as LOD and he took on demolition. A wee bit of history there for Daniel. Martin says, oh, that neckbreaker owns Sam Uffy. Hawk! Exclamation mark. He liked it. He liked that neckbreaker. Tony says, this was a proper good old feicht. A feicht. What about the Samoans coming out to the Halloween theme? Fucking, I know, dynamite. And Paul says, I can see why JR constantly had a boner for Dr. Death. They look great here. Six big guys flying around showing their strength, fast pace for a short telly time limit. Um, no, this is the reason why I wanted you to watch a match, because I love that kind of wrestling match. Big fucking guys, man, clattering at each other. Did you watch it, John? I did, I Brilliant. It's a belter, isn't it? It's, only, it? Like ten, it's, only, it's only like 10 minutes long or something. Uh, it's like eight minutes or something. It's brilliant. Just boys batting each other. You, you know, you never know going to get a bad Road Warriors match. No. Great. But also, they boys couldn't do that. They couldn't go that day that match for twenty minutes. The way they were hammering. Oh no, up. no! They were absolutely just battering, and they were also like, "This is also what I love about that match." If I watch a six-man wrestling match nowadays, right? I would say when I'm watching it, just the way the wrestling scene is now, I could watch a six-man wrestling match, and I could go, I could maybe batter two of them. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. I'm serious. There will be at least two guys in that match who physically and just the way they move about and all that, I think to myself, when it came to a real fight, I could probably battle him, right? But see this match with these six guys, any one of them could fucking rip my head off and just punt it. Just punt it right right out of the, the, out of the fucking... Half the planet. Oh, I'm talking about half planet heat. I'm talking about uh, cosmic heat. My head would just fly through through space. See that? You know how they've, they've sent that thing up to the moon and they've went, we think we can see water particles on the moon or that? Remember they announced that NASA just recently? I think, mm-hmm. I think there's going to be, they're going to be going and saying, there's a fucking head there, I know now. <laughs> there's a head there, I know. And I think it's that guy out of Burmiston, they would say. <laughs> the water is just actually your tears. That's what they found. It is. <laughs> 
So that's why I lo- that's what I want for wrestling. I want these big guys, you know what I mean? That's why I love watching. That's why I like watching a match like Drew and Randy Orton or something, you know what I mean? Because they're two, like, two big guys going at it with each other, you know what I mean? Um, now, Louise, this is a good juncture, actually, to talk about. You were a manager in SWA for a couple of, a couple of shows. A couple of shows, a couple of shows. It was a long time ago. What, do you remember what ago. name the, the stable was that you were manager of? I th- right, I think it was A Squads, A something. The A-list. A-list. That was the it. A-list. The A-list. Yeah. Yeah. And my my character name was Alice. Oh, I because I think, I think that's why it was called. It was your A-list. list. It was your it was my it was A-list. my list. Yeah. Do you remember who was in your faction? I can remember Wolfgang was in it. Right. Um because Wolfgang knew NXT UK. When was so that? That's that's good. So you can pick them. Obviously, yeah. Alice so, can pick them. Okay. I, I know my I know my stuff. Um, I was saying to John um, a couple of months ago. I was at an NXT um, event. I can't remember where. Somewhere. Um, and I went obviously went backstage to see Courtney. And Wolfgang came up to me and was like, "All right, Alice." And I'd, honestly, <laughs> I was like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Because I completely forgotten. Because it was ages, ages ago. I completely, I did, periodically, I forget that I did it until I'm reminded and then I'll forget again. Um, and I honestly was like really confused. And I was like, oh, there I was, Alice. Um, but I, I'm trying to remember who else is in it. Falcon. Uh, yep, yep. James. I don't. Ah. James. Maybe there's, I a pit, there's, there's a we've got a video. There's a video in my mum's house of it. Is there? There's an actual like SWE like tape. We should get that and get 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 it clipped and get it up on the Patreon. Um, but <laughs> I so how did you enjoy being our manager? Uh, right. See if it was now, I'd be loving it. I'd be loving my life. But mm-hmm. see back then, because I was a 19 year old, insecure, petrified person. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like. I, was, I think I was too. I was too scared. So it, so it was good. But you were good though. You weren't there, wasn't it? Like, because you had to do promos, not you came into the ring and would talk on the mic and stuff. So it wasn't it like. <laughs> yeah, no, like I, like I enjoyed it. But I don't think I. Got, I don't think I got the full experience out of it because I was too. I was too nervous. And before, you know, this was before I was. I was doing any acting or anything yeah. at this point. Do you know what I mean this was before? I'd even considered doing any acting or. And you, and you need to be. This is always the philosophy I've had in life. You need to know be dreading it. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Not be dreading doing it. See if you know that you're dreading doing something. It's like I know a lot of stand-up comedians and stuff like that who are like, oh, I was dread I dread it for a whole week before I do a show and that. And I'm like, why you doing something else? Like, yeah, what, <laughs> like what, what you know what I mean? Like, what are you doing? Huh? See that feeling of dread? That's telling you something. Um I, yeah, oh, so, you don't need it. <laughs> I've got a question. Would you consider being Courtney Stroke Isla Dawn's manager? In a heartbeat, like honestly, <laughs> we've we've all like my entire family are all like, we want to be your manager. And my mum, even my mum's like, I'll, Courtney, I'll be your manager. I'll be called the pushy mama, and I'll come <laughs> in, <laughs> I'll come in and I'll be like, because like a like a stage mum. Um, but Courtney is quite aware that that's you know not going to happen, and would never want it to happen in a million years. Um, but yeah, I would. Oh my god! Like, because now I can I can appreciate like myself in yeah. terms of like what what you could do and 
what the situation is. Like, I would, yeah. I mean, come on, it'd be brilliant. So when this, you're, what you're saying is basically when the scene comes back here, you would be a manager in ICW? You'd put I the A-list back together? <laughs> put the A-list back Have you announced together. that the A-list is getting back together? Guys, the A-list is getting back together. The A-list is getting back together? That's yeah, an yeah, exciting yeah, That's an exclusive, John. That's an exclusive, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Write that down, because that is very exciting. And um, was, that, was it... Was it just me, or did Drew back in the day not have a wee bit of an interest in Alice? No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where this came from. Drew was, definitely chat- Drew was definitely chatting you up. Drew was definitely chatting you up. Listen, right, listen. I mean, a 19-year-old Louise, right, even though she was quite scared of stuff, was, was hot. She was hot. You can't right? blame them. You can't and blame I, never, I never appreciated that back then either. But now, with hindsight, I can look back and go, Please. Regrets. Right. So, so I'm not going to blame anybody for it. But um, I mean, he was a nice guy. And I'm sure oh, he was is a nice it explosive? Guy. There we go. An explosive. <laughs> Alice with the A list says that Drew McIntyre's a nice guy. That's an exclusive. <laughs> did, did, did you winch him? Try to get more of it. No. John's always trying to go low for the. Try to get the winch then. Right. So, what are we going to watch next? What we should watch next? Um, have we done this before, John? Have I told people to watch the the Magnum TA match before? Yeah, yeah, I think we've done Magnum TA before, yeah. Right, okay. Louise, why don't you pick a match that everybody should watch? Do you remember do you remember a, 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 a great wrestling match that you loved for back in the day that you would like us to watch? Again? Man, I wish I'd had some warning about this. Because uh... <sighs> obviously your favourite your favourite angle, like a... angle was definitely the Ministry of Darkness stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, hundred. I mean, hundred percent. Like so the, big, still... the big payoff to that was the Highway to Hell match, right? With Stone Cold and Undertaker, where um, where Stone Cold get concussed during it, right? <laughs> so, in tribute to you, maybe we should watch that again. Maybe, yeah. It was it was Stone Cold versus Taker, Highway to Hell, which was SummerSlam. I'm just checking. I can't because I'm terrible with dates. Uh, Highway to Hell because match. that is a match that both Undertaker and Stone Cold don't like because. It was yeah. balls up because Austin was concussed. 98 oh, yeah, SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah. What was it, John? 98. 98. SummerSlam 98. So let's watch it so we can Aww. talk about that. Because we're always watching these matches saying, oh, look how great this match was. This might be an interesting one for us to chat about next week where it's one where something goes wrong and the boys have to take it to a finish. Fair play to the boys. Fair play. <laughs> we need to choose a listener of the week. Who was our favourite? Who was our favourite? Who was our favourite? We always give the belt to somebody, Louise, who, um, whose input that we liked. I'm going to go back to look at these puns because there was one I remember really liking. Come on, the Noam Dar one was brilliant. Oh, the Noam, the Malam Dar, I think it's going to be that. <laughs> Jordy Coyle. Jordy Coyle was our listener of the week. Uh, you'll be getting the belt. Get a picture in so that we can strap that belt around your uh, slender and succulent waist. Um, hope he's not a fat guy. Uh, that's it for this week's show please rate, review and subscribe on Apple or get us in wherever you get your podcasts remember we now go twice a week so you can catch us on a Friday and you can get the March podcast on a Tuesday where right now you can hear uh, Gary's interview with Miro as they talk about Lana going through a table and computer games oh, you'll, you'll enjoy it Rab Gary gets Miro to compare uh, people in wrestling to computer game characters oh brilliant I'll need to listen to that I'll need... I know that I wouldn't have been listening to anyway. I I'd hear it anyway I'd hear it on the show anyway mate so you listen to the show, tell no fact, you can your favourite feature. Ah, I love it. 
Also, remember to get on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Check out the video version of this. This weekend, remember, definitely this weekend, my wee uh, shoot hang will be up. And why not buy yourself a t-shirt while you're at it? Shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Louise, thanks for jumping on and keeping me company during this. You're very welcome. It was mucho fun. I loved it. Incredible exclusive about the A-list coming to, as a progress at ICW, or where is, where is the A-list coming to? to it's to the WWE. WWE, well, yeah. one step at a time. I can't believe she wins Drew. Me and Drew are getting mad on. Both, we're getting married. That's what's happening. The A-list are going over to America. Me and Drew are getting married. Well, there you go. You heard it here first. Uh, everybody now <laughs> up the road. Um, next time we see you, Biden will be president. So uh, there's things are looking up. Bye, everybody. Farewell. Audio Frontier. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.